millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Greetings and salutations, loyal viewers of this channel. Today we're going to talk about something that happened with Eric Adams and a woman who was upset about rent increases in the city of New York and rent-stabilized units. But we're going to talk about TYT's reaction to this because I genuinely saw this headline, saw this video title, and thought, for the first time in a long time, we might actually get a good take because Anna Kasparian is back from vacation. Anna, as we've talked about on this channel more than a few times, has started to really see some of the issues with the left-wing progressive narratives surrounding identity in particular. And I wanted to know what her take was. And for the first time in a long time, I didn't know what direction they were going to go in. And if you're watching my videos, if you're watching my commentary on her evolution over time, then you'll know that Anna Kasparian, while not becoming a red pill conservative, while not joining Daily Wire anytime soon, like not smart people say from the left and from the right on the internet.com, has moved a bit on some of these social issues on the way that she wants to cover particularly divisive topics, she's also become more left-wing. So my guess going in was that Anna Kasparian was going to side with the rent stabilization activists over Eric Adams and call out how people tend to deflect using racial topics because that's where she is right now at her point in life. And honestly, I think that's a good thing. Now, before we get into that, I just want to say thank you to everybody who signed up over on actualjusticewarrior.com slash join. Give me the money. Give you give me the money. Okay. And thank you to my listeners on Apple, Spotify, and Google's podcasting platform. New York City Mayor Eric Adams implied that an elderly white woman who had an important question to ask about unaffordable rents was uh speaking to him in a racist manner. In fact, he compared her to a plantation owner after she raised concerns about unaffordable rent. So I'm happy to say that right here from this intro, I knew the direction that Anna Kasparian was going in this segment. I knew that she was going to back up the woman who's talking about rent stabilization. And this is because Anna Kasparian, despite the fact that she's more open to talking about issues with people on the right, she doesn't want to promote these kind of divisive politics where you just call everybody racist, sexist, transphobic, 
or whatever, has significantly moved more left economically. So when we're talking about rent stabilization versus Mayor Eric Adams calling this woman racist, in the past, we might have had Anna Kasparian side with the black person saying that the white woman was an evil white racist, but now she's actually listening to the conversation, noticing that this tactic is being used against her in order to avoid the conversation, and this is something that specifically happened to Anna Kasparian. I remember when I covered that whole thing about Anna wanting to be referred to as a woman and they called her transphobic and all this nonsense even though if you actually asked Anna Kasparian her position on transgender stuff she would likely be among the most progressive on the topic in general and closer to the American population when it came to sports or these very niche individual issues regarding that specific topic but again when she expressed these normal rational honestly left of the american population views on this specific topic that woman olay actually cut together a compilation of her saying the n-word when she was reading it in quotes during news segments to smear her as a racist because if you dare divert from the progressive orthodoxy they will smear you in the most vicious way so now anna sees this sees eric Adams using a very similar tactic that was used against her in a completely unfair way, and she's addressing the issue. Now, she gives some background. I'm going to give a little bit more context to the background because I live in New York City. I know people who are in rent-stabilized units, and there's some things that Anna doesn't clarify to my liking, so let me do that so I can buttress some of her points. Now, before I show you the video and stick around for it, I do want to give you the context so you understand where this woman is coming from. She has a legitimate concern, and she is representing the concern of countless New Yorkers who are concerned about uh, rents increasing. So uh, landlords will be able to increase rent by 3% on one-year leases. They will also be able to increase rent by 2.75% for the first year on two-year leases and 3.2% for a second year. The rent increases apply to new leases signed on or after October 1st of 2023. So this has to do with the rent-stabilized units in the city. There are about 1 million of them. And uh, there is a board that makes a decision as to how much rent can be increased uh, at any given time. So what Anna said right there is true. We're only talking about rent-stabilized units, which are actually different from rent-control units. And essentially, the way that rent-stabilized units work is that they take an assessment of the income and of the rent in the area when it's built, and then they lock in the rent as a lower percentage of what is deemed to be the market rent. And historically, they've only allowed an increase year over year of 1.5%. And this has been true and by the way i know people who have signed up for these rent stabilized apartments for decades we have not seen a significantly higher raise in rent than 1.5 percent consistently in any given year so typically a rent stabilized apartment would quite literally be one of the most stable rent apartments that you can get in the city of new york now this is not to be conflated with rent control this has nothing to do with rent control this is all about stabilization which is in a different category in the city of new york York. However, in back-to-back years, we actually saw rent increases being approved by the rental board for the first time in decades in the city of New York of closer to 3%. And this 2023 increase that passed through is actually the second back-to-back year that this was added. And for those of you who don't understand why it's a different percentage for one-year versus two-year leases, this is because you can only rent a rent-stabilized unit on a one-year to two-year basis. So again, historically, the maximum amount of rent increase consistently for decades without any change has been 1.5% over the previous year's rent. 
However, they've bumped it up to 3% and then basically 3% again going forward into this year. This is very unusual in the city of New York, and these rent stabilization activists are very angry about it. And this is a board that is comprised of people that are appointed by members of City Hall. Eric Adams is the mayor. He's in charge of City Hall. So yes, he does have some influence on this, and he could hold this board accountable if he didn't like what they were doing. Now, a woman stood up to ask a question about this. She is noticeably frustrated with good reason. This has to do with housing. This has to do with people being able to live in a safe place. And Eric Adams was not amused by it. Let's watch. So this woman's a little aggravated. She's a little angry. She is a rental activist, for those of you who are unaware. So she advocates and champions for these issues. And she's also 82 years old. And a lot of elderly people who have these rent-stabilized apartments are on a fixed income. So big shocks in their rental income end up being problems specifically for these people. Now, the rent stabilization program, in my opinion, is inherently corrupt. I think it creates housing shortages and all kinds of problems. But the point is, this is a legitimate issue to bring up under the current governing bodies that we're talking about that are relevant to these issues. And one of the things that she brought up is that Nassau County, which is right outside of New York City, it's right on the border of Queens, one of the five boroughs of New York City, actually did not have any change at all. Their rent board did not approve an increase of this magnitude. They actually did a 0% increase. And she's saying, why isn't this applicable to the residents of the city of New York? Why did you decide to raise the rent when they didn't do that? Also, I want to factor this in. We have population decline in the city of New York since the Black Lives Matter riots. About 400,000 people have left the city of New York. So we're not in a situation where there's all this additional demand for rental units and thus a corresponding rent increase on behalf of the landlords who have agreed to this stabilization program seems like it's necessary so it just seems like they're trying to get away with what they're trying to get away with and this is something that she's confronting eric adams who is presenting himself as a left-wing mayor sure he ran a little bit more right-wing on criminal justice but on economic policies he's all about spending the government money to achieve whatever aim that he wants so this is a perfectly legitimate question and eric adams should answer that legitimate question okay first if you're going to ask a question don't point at me and don't be disrespectful to me. I'm the mayor of this city and treat me with the respect that I deserve to be treated. I'm speaking to you as an adult. Don't stand in front like you treated someone that's on the plantation that you own. Isn't it so wonderful when someone asks you a question that makes you uncomfortable, you could just weaponize race to shut her down? That's exactly what happened there. Now, normally I would have cut to myself reacting specifically to the ridiculous thing that Eric Adams said, his response saying, oh, don't point at me like I'm on the plantation. But Anna Kasparian just delivered the A-plus commentary right there. And again, this is an issue that really bothers her. It's an issue that really bothers me, but for different reasons. And she's perfectly valid in her pointing out what Eric Adams is doing. So um, this one has a 
A little bit of nuance, not a lot. Uh, so the little bit of nuance is, yeah, it's true that a lot of times some folks uh, talk down to minorities and they do it in a way that is grating on the nerves in every imaginable way. So Jenk's take here is horrible. I know he's trying to say he's adding nuance, but in reality, in actuality, what Jenk is doing is obfuscating the issue in a similar way that Eric Adams did. It's happened to me a little bit, but my God, I've seen it happen to black people in a way that is maddening. Okay, so that's your context, and I get it. No, Jank, a general vague assertion that talking down to minorities is a thing, and that's somehow the context that this interaction inhabits, is not a good argument for what happened. Mayor Eric Adams was asked a perfectly legitimate question. He did not want to answer the question, so what he did was call the woman racist. He talked down to her. That's what happened. We all saw it on video. There is no nuance to be had here. You seeing a random black person being talked down to by a white person has no impact on this jank it's not relevant to what we're talking about it's completely isolated and it doesn't factor in the fact that mayor eric adams just used his race as a way to talk down to a woman specifically to obfuscate a legitimate question if there was anything illegitimate about this confrontation then you could point that out but you didn't so you just appealed to a broader context of where minorities are being talked down to by the evil white racist wow evil white racism eric adams is wrong here but you know what he's also kind of the victim of evil white racism evil white racism at the same time when you become a representative of the people you must be accountable to the people and you can't just say oh okay you've got a problem with rent how dare you talk back to me i deserve respect nah okay and to me put aside the race thing for a second the whole concept and it is pervasive in america that politicians deserve a lot of respect. I loathe it. I agree with Jank that even if you put aside the race, the idea that you have to worship politicians and all this is ridiculous and absurd. I remember when people would say, respect Trump, respect him because he's the president, don't criticize him in that way. Never really got on board with that. Don't get on board with it with Obama, Biden, Bush, any of these people. That being said, the reason why my respect has gone up for Anna Kasparian in comparison to somebody like Cenk Uger is because Cenk seems unwilling to the extent that Anna is willing to confront the reality that some people who happen to be minorities like leveraging that minority status in order to get out of accountability. Anna Kasparian said it straight up in the open. You could have basically screwed that from one of my videos and it would have been the exact same commentary and again i know people are going to say oh anna did this in the past anna did that in the past we like to give people room to grow i disagree with anna vehemently on a bunch of different topics however when you approach something in good faith even if you're completely on the other side again anna is moving more towards a marxist on economic issues i can't stand that you can still get credit. I can still argue the point. I can interact with left-wing people in a positive way while vehemently disagreeing with them. And it's nice to see Anna Kasparian move towards that direction where she doesn't want to inflame racial tensions. She wants to bring people together on the common issues. Those happen to be left-wing economic policies that she thinks can unite people. Jenk, Really trying to avoid the topic right here. Let's be honest. I loathe it. I don't think they res- deserve that at all, at all. And I've seen people go into Congress and then all of a sudden say, I'm a congresswoman or I'm a congressman now. Who gives a damn? You're the same person. 
right? So again, Jenk just goes on his rant. He has his Jenkisms where he's like, at all, at all, at all, at all. It's all fun stuff. I enjoy it. Alf Benny will be sure to mix this up, mash this up in his TYT mashups, which are very entertaining, and I highly recommend you watch it. But in terms of substance, in terms of the substance of the issue, which is how Mayor Eric Adams obfuscated criticism, Jenk isn't really addressing it. He's being very vague. He might be referencing Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in the discussion where he mentions Congresswoman and how she acted post being elected versus saying that you have to make people uncomfortable when she was running for Congress. But honestly, I don't think this commentary adds the value that Anna Kasparian's commentary added. And again, you got to judge a tree by its fruits and Anna Kasparian's fruits pretty impressive. I, I'm, I, I'm all moored with it. So he claims that, you know, he has nothing to do with the decision that was made by the Rent Guidelines Board, that he has absolutely no say. I would venture to say that the mayor of the city could, you know, apply some pressure and look out for the people of New York. Uh, but he claims that, hands off, hands off, I have I have no say in this whatsoever. That's his argument, he insists. Now look, Anna's not wrong here. She's not incorrect. The mayor does have influence on the Rent Guidelines Board. I just wish she would point out That the influence is direct influence. They are nine members appointed by the mayor of the city of New York. Who is the mayor of the city of New York? Oh, yeah, that would be Eric Adams. Now, you could say, you could argue that Mayor Eric Adams can't just replace them. That time has not come yet. But the thing is, you could threaten if you actually didn't want the rent increase to go up to replace the board members when their time comes due and you need to reappoint members to that rent board. So Eric Adams definitely does have influence over this. The woman was directing her criticism to the correct person and Eric Adams obfuscated the issue by calling her an evil white racist. And by the way, I think I found somewhere that this woman was in fact actually Jewish, not white, and she actually fled the Holocaust or her family fled the Holocaust. But yeah, This woman was a Jewish woman, so, you know, she could have claimed that Mary Eric Adams was being anti-Semitic, but instead, she just argued the issue in good faith against a bad-faith acting mayor. Now, Anna Kasparian cites a study that says the affordability crisis hit peak in the year... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Flare.com. 2021, I'm going to assume this had something to do with the shutdowns related to the pandemic and all that, and the fact that this isn't really mentioned, that this is not put forward, that people weren't able to pay their rent when New York City shut down their jobs, New York State shut down their jobs, to me, a little bit deceptive, but I will say, I here, Actual Justice Warrior, 200 and almost 70,000 subscribers at the time that you're watching this video, make a good living. I don't make any bones about it. I'm in the upper echelon of earners. My fiance going to law school right now, a good law school. She plans to graduate. She should make a good amount of money. We are so far away from buying a house in an outer borough. It's comical. We can't even lock down a condo in the city of New York at this point in time, which seems absurd. I'm constantly looking at different places with different spaces so that I can move out of my bedroom, not shoot in front of my computer, which, by the way, people said I should move that. There is nowhere to move that to in my New York City apartment. This is my editing desk, and there is basically no other place, no other angle I could point this camera where the shot even looks remotely decent. So what we're trying to do is buy something with good salaries in the city of new york making good money going forward and guess what we're probably years away from that i'm years away from having a separate room for my job that generates a good salary i'm years away from having a nice like studio where i could bring people in and we could do conversations in person which is a future dream that i aspire to that i don't think i'll ever be able to reach now that being said i think the reason why is because all of the building restrictions all the regulations all the things that make it so difficult to just lay down a foundation in order to build the units necessary in order to have rents go down in the city of new york anna kasparian is going to disagree with me she's going to get into more of the rent stabilization system but i think the proof in the pudding is in the taste and in the city of houston the fourth largest city in the united states of america one of the fastest growing cities in the united states of america they have no zoning laws and it's one of the few major cities in fact one of the only major cities because this problem is so severe across this country that are seeing rapid population growth 
and yet income outpaces the price of housing. It is undeniable by the facts, by the evidence, by the examples that all of these rules and regulations, and you could charge this much at this period, you could build these units as long as you build these units, they have to be this size, this shape, this lot, and all of that drive prices up. And if you want prices to come down, you need to cut this red tape in order to do so. Listen, people are working their asses off in this country, okay? Working overtime, long hours, barely making enough money to afford housing, okay? They did everything right, they followed all the rules, and they can't even afford to put a roof over their heads. Goddamn right they're angry. And for anyone to, any politician, anyone who signed up for this, who ran to sit in the seat that Eric Adams is in right now, to deflect and immediately imply that someone is racist because she dare ask you a question in an aggressive way, I'll I'll grant him that, in an aggressive way, about this very real and serious issue, it's just infuriating. I'm so sick of, I'm sick of all of it. Okay, I'm sick of these politicians who run for public office, run to be public servants, and end up being anything but. You know, it used to be that I would play 10, 15 seconds of Anna Kasparian. She would say something ridiculous, incendiary, and I would cut in with my commentary. But now I can play clips of Anna Kasparian, and she's just 100% right. And you can see the frustration there. She's realized the veil has been lifted what these people are doing, what these politicians are doing. They're using something. And by the way, Anna cares very deeply about racial inequality in this country. If you don't think that Anna Kasparian wants to help black Americans, Hispanic Americans, marginalized people as a whole, you're dead wrong. Those lefties that are strawmanning her as if she's become basically a neo-Nazi, absolute mad people should not be taken seriously in any regard. So she's realized that people like Eric Adams use these issues to undercut the policies that she like. They not only cause Democrats, the only party that's going to even come close to fulfilling the promises that she wants implemented into policy, electoral prospects, because this is toxic to the general American population. But in this specific instance, Mayor Eric Adams is using this specifically to undercut criticism of a policy that Anna Kasparian is also against. He's weaponizing race, even though he's in the position of power, against this woman, even though Eric Adams happens to be 100% lying on the issue. He said he has no power over this. The nine board members are appointed by the office of the mayor of New York. Even if he can't replace them all immediately, he could say, you know what? When your appointment time comes due, I'm not going to reappoint you. I'm going to change up the system. But he's not doing that because he has no interest in doing that. Eric Adams has signed on the dotted line for this. And Anna knows it. Anna can see it. And she's frustrated. And she's not saying everything that she wants to say right here. She holds herself back. It's just infuriating. I'm so sick of, I'm sick of all of it. But you can tell what's under the surface. You could tell she's dead on accurate here, at least from her point of view. And again, what I appreciate more than anything else is honesty. Whether you agree or disagree with me, you giving an honest analysis, you giving a fair analysis, you realizing what's happening, what's dividing the country, you trying to make changes when you acknowledge past behavior. And that's what Anna's doing. And that's why I'm going to put out videos supporting her in this regard. Yeah. So look, um, a lot of times in my life, I have gotten either uh, subtly or over the top overtly, you don't belong here. Okay. So I know how that feels. I know exactly how that feels. Uh, And uh, 
So I have sympathy for that. Again, Anna Kasparian lays out a stellar argument. She makes her position clear. She sees what's happening, analyzes it, and tells you her thoughts based on that. And then you cut to Jenk, and Jenk's like, you know, I, I have a lot of feeling. I've been told, I, I I don't know if you guys know this, that I don't belong here a lot of times in my life. Implying that there is some racism, that what Eric Adams did in any way, shape, or form is legitimate, and it's just absurd. Now, I will say, Cenk is an immigrant. He might have felt that as an immigrant. He's Turkish, not a common ethnic group in the United States of America. But Mayor Eric Adams is black. Mayor Eric Adams is a natural-born American citizen. It is very hard to date back people's origin in this country unless you descend from the settlers of this country further back than black Americans in the United States. As far as I know, he doesn't really have a Caribbean background. He doesn't really have an African background unless we're going way far back. So Eric Adams is a black guy. The idea that people are going to say black people don't belong in New York City, kind of absurd. This is not a thing that happens. So it's not really applicable, even though he's a minority to him. So there's almost no credence to what Cenk Uger is saying right here. He's just trying to minimize what Eric Adams did because Anna Kasparian is going hard and he's not ready to commit. And honestly, again, I have to point out, Anna historically has been led to certain positions by Cenk Uger. Anna right here is the one leading the charge. She is making herself distinct from Cenk. Cenk throws in his faux nuance positions right here. And guess what? Anna's like, no, listen, it's wrong. What he did was improper. What he did is kind of disgusting. And I'm going to stand up for the person who's advocating for the policy that I want, not the politician who's trying to use bad faith racial smears in order to obfuscate responsibility for his role in implementing what Anna believes to be is a bad policy. But if you become an elected representative, you must represent those people. And you must take their criticism. Look, we do a talk show here, and we take your guys' criticism all the time, right? And we deal with it, and we explain it, we agree, we explain the parts we agree and disagree, etc. You can't go around saying, how dare you bring up a perfectly legitimate issue and a critique of me, and, and then hide behind any issue, but yes, including race. And you say, oh, you can't, what do you mean hide behind race? That's outrageous. What do you mean? You think Clarence Thomas didn't hide behind race? My response is right themselves. Jank so weak in this moment. Jank, who pretends to be a tough guy, he's the fighter for left-wing values. Listen to how he talks. Listen to how his voice lowers when he's like, you can't uh, take a legitimate criticism and hide behind any issue, uh, inc- including race. I-, I don't want to mention that a black person is hiding behind race. And then he pivots to a conservative black guy. Then he pivots to somebody else. He's like, hey, everybody, you guys all hate Clarence Thomas, right? Let's uh, let's talk about Clarence Thomas. You think Clarence Thomas doesn't do this? Look, right-wing does this all the time right-wing black people terrible but i don't want to talk about a democrat who's left-wing who did something on video that's disgusting in order to undercut what is actually progressive economic policy no no but but clarence thomas what a dirtbag i mean come on the guy's black and on the supreme court and he always 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 hides behind race whenever anything comes up wow clarence thomas such a bad guy can we just for a second acknowledge the power dynamic in this exchange yeah he's the mayor of new york city Let's just consider that power dynamic. That's it. Okay? I, I mean, we're not talking about some rich, privileged white woman who comes across an impoverished black person and yells at him for no reason. This is a powerful man. He is the mayor of the largest city in this country, and she has a legitimate concern and is representing a concern for countless New Yorkers. 
to brush her off as someone who just sounds like a plantation owner so you don't have to answer the question, pretty gross. Now, of all the years that I've covered the Young Turks, of all the reactions that I've done to different videos, of all the bad takes that I've taken down over the history of this channel, and even beyond that, before I had this channel, when I started watching TYT back in 2009, I would never describe Anna Kasparian as I'm describing her right now, which is somebody who is a laser focus on the issues that she cares about. She is not being distracted by Jenks deflections, his minimizations, his whataboutism when it comes to Clarence Thomas. She is zeroing in on the fact that Eric Adams did this. It was wrong. And she's pointing out that the way the left typically talks about these issues is in terms of power dynamics. And Eric Adams is the mayor of the largest city of New York. So the fact that he's playing victim when confronted with a question by an elderly woman is actually against the power dynamics that they try to fight against. She's not playing into everything being subject to a racial hierarchy here. And again, I appreciate that. And this is very much in line with Anna Kasparian's move in rhetoric, move in how she views the other side of certain issues, move in how she views her side on specific issues, while she's consistently moved leftward in terms of economic policy. This is not Anna Kasparian becoming a conservative or being red-pilled. I need to say that over and over again because people on my side and people on the left side of the political spectrum like to hit people in this way. They like to smear them in this way or praise them in this way, and it's just not accurate. And he didn't. He never answered the question. And so, look, here, again, I'll use myself as an example, and it's not at all an exaggeration. I've literally had somebody grab me by the elbow and walk me out of a place saying you don't belong here, okay? Again, notice what's being done right here. Notice what's happening. Anna Kasparian focused on the issue at hand, calling out Eric Adams for what he's doing. Jenk acting cowardly in comparison. He goes to a personal anecdote. He's done that each and every time after Anna Kasparian has talked and said, oh, I know as a minority of what it's like to be not allowed in a place because, you know, evil white racism. Uh, there is evil white racism. We're, I'm not trying to say there's no evil white racism. I'm just trying to say um, that Eric Adams is what he did was wrong, but not actually call him out and deflect each and every time off the topic. Look at the focus of Anna Kasparian and look at the cowardice of Jenk fully on display, and you will see why Anna's going to get all the praise in this video, why she's going to be looking nice in the thumbnail, and why Jenk might not even be featured in comparison. Also, context matters. Now, let me give you the other side of the context. Every mayor of New York City is pointed at and yelled at. I mean, Eric Adams, who is actually a moderate to conservative Democrat, you want to see somebody getting yelled at, Bill de Blasio was yelled at. The former mayor of New York, who was a more progressive Democrat, was yelled at and pointed at a thousand times, 10,000 times. So are mayors of New York yelled at? Hell yeah, they are. I mean, come on, it's comical. It's comical. It's New York City. So finally, Cenk Uger makes a good point. We're about eight minutes into the video. And of course, this is the obvious point that we're New Yorkers. We yell at our politicians. We yell at our mayors. We make fun of them. We get in their face. Michael Bloomberg, people got it in his face over the fact that he wanted to ban salt, large sodas, and all that nanny state nonsense that he put forward. Bill de Blasio, one of the worst mayors in the city of New York's history, people got it in his face because that's what you do. Bill de Blasio was a guy who tried to make his wife the part-time mayor or the co-mayor. I have no idea why Democrats try to do this, where they try to install their wives in legitimate positions of power in government. We voted for you. We didn't vote for your wife. If she wanted to be mayor, guess what? She can run for mayor on her own. By the way, she also misplaced $800 million in the uh, New York City mental health thing. So anytime they talk about mental health spending, I always think about that specifically and how that money was wasted. And we basically have no receipts for how she spent it. But yeah, to the one good 
good point that Jank made here, which of course had to be preceded by weakness, by obfuscating from the issue. Mayors of New York get yelled at, and that's because we're New Yorkers. That's how we do it. By the way, last week, Eric Adams vetoed a package of four bills by the New York City Council that would have expanded the city's rental voucher program. Maybe that's why he immediately went to uh, the race car to essentially avoid having to answer any questions. And to close this segment, you have Anna Kasparian after Jenks' weak first part of his answer, and then finally the one good point he made throughout this video pointing out that Eric Adams specifically vetoed a bill specifically related to rental vouchers last week or two weeks ago. I already forgot what she said. Doesn't matter. But the point is, Anna Kasparian said, then he played the race card. And she's right about that. That's what Eric Adams did. Look, I have a whole host of problems with the Young Turks. You guys know it. I've made videos about them before. I have a lot of problems with figures in the online left-wing media. However, you got to give credit where credit is due. When you see a segment where somebody addresses something that you've been concerned about, a negative critique that you've had of them in the past, and they do it in a way that you wanted, they actually start to change and they actually start to become more honest, you have to recognize that. There's a reason why I'm much more critical of Jenk trying to obfuscate the issue, much like Eric Adams, and I'm praising Anna Kasparian because I noticed those differences. The fact is, a lot of people will come out and say, you know what, I want to talk to the other side. I want to bridge the gap. I want to work on issues of mutual concern. However, what you find when you look at their content, what you find when you're judging that tree by its fruits, is that they're doubling down on the other side is evil in every possible regard. They're doubling down on pushing divisive narratives, and Anna Kasparian is not doing that. We're actually seeing the change in her. She's producing retractions, and they're good retractions. We covered poor retractions from Anna Kasparian in the past, but she's actually doing the right thing. She's acknowledging bias that she has. She's not moving to the right or anything like that, but she's trying to commit to a more honest political conversation, and again, that's something that I'm on board with. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you like the video, show them by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on all my social medias. Support me via the support links in the description of this video. This is me been talking about Anna Kasparian doing something good. Again, two for two back-to-back videos of Anna doing good when I covered the Young Turks on this channel. It's amazing. Till next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now.
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.